Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Welcome to Dice Camera Action, our first live game. I'm Chris. I'm your DM for tonight. Chris Perkins! And sitting next to me is Pro Jared. Also known as D.F. Woodrow. Yes. <laughs> Everything's great! I'm Anna Prosser Robinson. Also known as Evelyn, Paladin of Lathander. Praise his holy name. Boo! <laughs> Commander Holly. Hello! I'm also known as uh, Strix. I got snacks if anyone wants any. And super special guest star, Erica Ishii. Yay. Yay. Hello. This is Mike on. I'm Deirdre, but you can call me D if you're a friend. I don't have many friends. Aww. I'm your friend. <laughs> you want a worm? You can call me D then. <laughs> and without further ado, let's roll the intro and get this adventure started. Get it because it's Twitch. Yeah, I, get it. Yeah. I worked really hard on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna take the fangs out because these are not working for me. <laughs> you didn't want to talk with the sunglasses are. Yes, vampires in the daylight. 
So when we last left the Waffle Crew, you had just escaped from the Amber Temple with the aid of the legendary vampire hunter, Dr. Rudolph Van Richten, uh, who had with him a big, a big carnival wagon pulled by a horse named Drusilla, and he bore you from the mountaintops of Mount Gacchus down Salenka Pass to the Salenka Bridge. And as you were crossing the bridge, a rock, a gigantic bird, a bird of enormous proportions, swooped down and lifted the entire carriage off the bridge. Uh, and it was only with the help of your good friend Paulton uh, you were able to keep the wagon from being uh, carried off. In the course of events, Strix, you cast a hellish rebuke on the rock, frightening it away with a sudden burst of pain, also causing it to drop the wagon. And as the wagon hung precariously halfway over the edge of the bridge, the party managed to get themselves out of there. The carriage went over the edge, but Diath was able to help save the horse, Drusilla. So you are now standing on a snowy, windswept bridge 500 feet above a frozen river um, in the dark with Van Richten, who looks wounded. Um, He fell off the carriage and sort of hit the stones pretty hard. Uh, You can also see Paulton not too far away from him, um, just sort of lying there, dazed. I just imagine he's silently seething in anger this whole time? Yes. He's so furious he can't talk. Right. There does seem to be something uh, menacing about Paulton's countenance. Well, let's ignore that. <laughs> It'll probably be fine. Yeah. yeah. Strix, when we last left you, you were a gas cloud, too. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, appear, I wanted to appear behind Van, Van Richten. And That's like, hey! right. Yes. Yes, you almost gave him a heart attack. Yeah. Oh, I should sorry. also point out that because you were raised from the dead last session, that you actually have one hit point. Cool. Hey, Evelyn. Yeah. Great. <laughs> hey, Evelyn, you, I'm feeling a little sick. Let me lay my hands upon you, and of course. the holy light of Lathander will bless you. Of course you will. Let's see how many units of well-being I have injured. to lay on you. Yeah, I'm more important. <laughs> am I just, am I, are we full health right now? I can't tell from my dry erase markers whether or not I have all my lay on hands. I think I only have 20 points to give you, Holly. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Lathander, bless have. you, and bestow upon you 20 points of well-being. Why, thank you. I feel slightly better, but more violated. As Van Richten picks himself up, you see he too casts a healing spell on himself. Oh, that guy's got him too. Why don't you go talk to him about uh, Lathander? And Diath, make an insight check for me. Oh, dang, all right. All right, uh... Ah, 12. Okay. Um, You notice nothing. (laughs) You got some snow in your eye. <laughs> also worth noting that your eye is like a skeleton eye right now, right? No, I have eyes. I'm just <laughs> very handsome. By handsome, you mean like undead. Yes. 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 Last, last week, Dieth fell prey to a curse of some sort. Um, he, made a, he made a deal with the dark power and got the power to bring back the ancient dead. But uh, as a consequence, he sort of took on a ghoulish countenance. How's Sorry. that going? I mean, so far it's okay. <laughs> People leave me alone, which is yeah. great. <laughs> and other than, other than your cosmetic physical transformation, you don't feel undead. You don't right. feel like in any way inhibited. Uh, so there's that. Now, as you collect yourselves on the bridge, uh, Van Richten says, 
uh, grabbing hold of Drusilla and pulling himself up onto her back. It says, we should get to the gatehouse quickly. Right you are, because our horses are there, right? We're going to get them back? They're going to be fine? He says, yes. <laughs> yeah. Everything will be fine. Valentina and Morning Did Glory. Did you just say everything will be fine? I'm a little worried. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. That's our motto. Yeah, meanwhile, Strix, you're looking out for that big damn bird. I am, um, yes. I'm looking, I'm very, I'm trying to stay as alert as possible as I can. All right. Yeah, he's right, though. We got to get out of here as fast as possible before the bird returns. Let's go. You make your way across the rest of the span of the bridge, and as you recall, not too far away from the bridge clinging to the mountainside is a white guard tower that had been abandoned for many years. And just beyond this uh, ancient tower uh, was an even older black gate, very tall, with two demons, two vulture-like demons perched on the top of it. You approach uh, that gate now. Uh, The demons have their backs to you, you can see that the mouth of the gate has a curtain of green flame. <laughs> Thank you. You're the best. Do I see the horses on the other side of the green flame? Green flame. <laughs> uh, you can't see through it. It is opaque. Mm. And, uh, but you know, based on experience, that just about 10 feet beyond that curtain of green flame is a cavity in the wall where, sorry, I didn't give you a chance there. <laughs> Moving the exposition along. And then uh, and you assume the horses are on the other side. Uh, I, Evelyn has learned from last time that she probably just shouldn't charge through things, but she's really excited to see the horses. So her magic boots kind of start fluttering her up just to like try to get a peek over the wall. Oh, why? Come on. I'm, I'm no. not going, she doesn't go all the way up. She just kind of starts like, oh, she really wants to see. She's kind of floating above you guys. Oh, Strix yelling, why? Come on. All her. right. Uh, you can see that the demons do kind of shift and turn and nope, look Evelyn down, down toward you. Evelyn down. Okay. Strix, Strix is going to yell up there and be like, Oi, hey, hey, Burke, dude, we're uh, inspecting you again. Everything's going to be just fine. <laughs> yep. I'm a, big, I'm a big scary demon. Van Richten cries out, Kerasmus, Bosen, these are your true names. Do not stand before us. I will call upon the power of the abyss and banish you back from whence you came. Whoa. And the demons uh, turn to stone. Well, why can't you do that? I'm not that smart. <laughs> okay, so then we can probably get around the fire, not through it. Ideally, not through it. Yeah, I remember that hurting last time. Yes. Van Richten holds up his hand and casts a dispel magic on the curtain, and it collapses before you. Oh, why don't you? You know what? Why Fine. can't you do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> revealing, revealing not only uh, Valentina and Morning Glory, but also your old friend D. <gasps> D. Oh, it's you lot. Well, I'm a strong lady. Here. I've been guarding the horses. <gasps> Didn't think you'd come back. I run to her and like embrace her. And I'm like, thank you so much for taking care of Valentina and Morning Glory. I'm just so glad to see you. And I just like kind of snuggle you and shake you. Dee is having the best moment of her life. <laughs> you can see it on her face. <laughs> yes, this is touching, but we should really move on. Where are you going? What are you doing? Were you just here to take care of the horses? Well, Van Richten... Oop. I mean, Rictavio, he, he said... Oh, we know that, now, it's fine. Oh, oh, all right, fine, that's fine then. <laughs> oh, well, thank God. Uh, Van Richten said that you needed help, and we came to come get you, but 
there were your horses, and he said it was vital to the mission that I stay here and guard the horses. He was so right. These horses are vital to our every mission, and I kind of go snuggle the horses. A job well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dee is very proud of herself. So now that you have three horses, um, how do you want to saddle up? Uh, I'll saddle up on morning, morning Glory and invite Dee to ride with me. You should know that Morning Glory is kind of like zombie looking. That's my favorite horse. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, Evelyn didn't even think of how sad that would make Strix to like be excluded. So then she's like, maybe all of us can ride on Morning Glory. It's fine. <laughs> Van Richten has his own horse? He does. All right, so then Van Richten and Dee can ride together. I'll saddle up with Paulton. And Yay. then uh, yeah. you two can ride on Morning Glory. That sounds better. Hooray. All right. All right, let's head out. Very good. I'm going to pat Morning so, Glory's ribs. on your stead. <laughs> Evelyn totally takes this as Strix wanting to ride with her, when really it's just that Strix likes the zombie horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the horse ride down the mountainside is uneventful. Van Richten leads you down the winding path, and uh, the snow kind of turns to wet snow, turns to rain, and then to a misty drizzle. When you reach the bottom of the mountain uh, a couple hours later, uh, you're riding full out, uh, because Van Richten seems to be urgently... Um, heading somewhere, although he hasn't quite disclosed where. Uh, now, um, you get to the bottom of the mountain, you start to pass through woods, dark woods, and then you follow this trail that leads to a lake that you've never been to before. He's opening the Curse of Strahd book, guys. Oh, that's what paper looks like. <laughs> Box text. Do, 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 do. I like lakes. It's good to wash your clothes in. Oi, while you're are you judging me? I'm just just mentioning that I I like to wash my clothes and I like to smell good. Okay. Yeah. You do smell good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, so, Dee. So this cold mountain lake is enclosed by misty woods and rocky bluffs. You see a thick fog creeping across the dark, still waters. And the trail ends right at a grass-covered causeway that stretches a hundred yards across the lake. I'm scared. (laughs) Storm's coming. I hate Barovia. (laughs) Giant monster just walked by. No big deal. Stretches across the lake to a flat, marshy island. Uh, and you can see rising up from this small island is a stone tower, uh, so encrusted with black moss that it looks diseased. Uh, The tower is definitely old and decrepit. You can see collapsing scaffolds clinging to one side where a large gash has split the wall. Time-worn griffin statues, their wings also covered with moss, perch atop buttresses that support the walls. And parked at the base of the tower, within sight of the entrance, is a barrel-topped wagon, quite colorful, but it's been spattered with mud. And Van Richten rides with Dee right across the causeway to the tower and the wagon. Why are we going to the dirty tower, Van Richten, Dee? says, here is where we'll be safe. It's home. For now. It's a very, very nice home. Yeah. We have taken this as our lair. Nice kip you got here. Thank you. It's, uh, we call it Lair. Great. (laughs) Van Richten calls it Van Richten's Tower. (laughs) Yes, so the tower, um, 
let's see what it looks like. Ooh, Ooh. visuals. So it sort of has a gothic look to Dang, it. That is a nice tower. Yeah. It is nice. Uh, you can see it sort of gets bigger toward the top where it's got large window boxes with big stained glass windows looking down over the lake. Uh, the wagon parked out front um, is a very similar to the Vistani wagon that you found overturned and partially destroyed in the woods where you uh, discovered Mr. Mr. Shambleface. Yes. He's right here. Paulton gets even madder. <laughs> yes, where you found this Vestani doll. Uh, but the wagon does not have any horses attached to it, and it's just sort of sitting in the mud out front. Now, is this the same wagon that we saw when we first met up with uh, D? No, didn't we just crash that uh, wagon? No, that's the one that just went over the edge of the bridge. Yeah. So this Sorry one about that. is not uh, rectangular. What happened to the wagon? Oh, wagon? Uh, it's just in, you know, all of us are just you know, filled with light, and sometimes our light becomes invested in different physical forms. It fell off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) My shell collection was in there. I can find you more shells. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Van Richten dismounts. His feet make a squishing noise when he lands in the mud. He helps D off. Evelyn's trying to put on, like, a happy face because she's excited about Dee, but every time something squishes in the mud or mud <laughs> touches her, she's like, you can see her face kind of grimace. Mm. Strix will pick up some mud and put it in her pocket. <laughs> and she's going to play with Mr. to Mr. Shambleface, being reminded of the, the wagon fondly. <laughs> and hold it in front of Paulton again. I'll dismount and uh, uh, rein the horses up somewhere on whatever stakes or props okay. they have. Uh, there's, there's no stakes out front of the tower. Um, there's really nothing at the base of the tower to anchor to. You could tie them off to the wagon. Uh, that'll work. Okay. But in such a way that they're on the side of it so they can't pull the wagon. <laughs> right. And then as, yes. after I do that, I look them right in the eye and just stay. Yeah. I command Morning Glory, stay. All right. Your undead horse just gives you a baleful look. <laughs> she understands, though. <laughs> She knows what to do. He said, and Van Richten says, now we must rest. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. I'd I love to love rest. That. Yeah, do you yeah. want a nap? I love to take a long rest yeah, right now. If you've got a trash pile, I'm there. Uh, when you walk toward the front door, uh, coming around from behind the tower, it looks like that they were hiding in the mud because they're absolutely caked with filth, are two old acquaintances of yours. And you can see that originally they're brandishing weapons, like they thought maybe they're intruders about to enter the tower, but as soon as they see UD and as soon as they see uh, Van Richten, they lower their weapons. And you guys recognize them as those drunk wolf hunters that you met in Balaki, yeah. Soldar, and Yevgeny. Have you been sleeping in the mud? No, we've been hiding in the mud. <laughs> and then oh. that's what Soldar says, and Yevgeny says, hiding. <laughs> well, hiding from what? From the eyes and ears of Strahd. Oh, well, those are everywhere. Strahd. Yeah, that, there's a lot of that, so we should go inside. Let's go inside. Yeah. I'd like to go I inside. I heard there was naps. You guys can come inside and maybe take a bath. <laughs> uh, you, when you get to the door, you see there is a weird plaque mounted on the front of it in bronze with sort of an arcane sigil of some kind that looks like weird intersecting lines with images of dancing or weirdly standing stick figures. 
As he moves to the door, Van Richten does a little dance. And he starts to hold his arms up and out in a weird, sort of awkward, almost scarecrow-esque way. YMCA. <laughs> we all naturally join in. We can't help it. Yeah. And then we're all just... We're boogieing out, doing. man. Yeah. And meanwhile, Zoldar's like, what, what, what is YMCA? What is YMCA? I don't know. Can I memorize that dance? Uh, you can certainly try. Uh, make an intelligence check. I would love to. 16. Okay. As you study his moves and odd dancey gesticulations, you begin to see a pattern between what he is doing with his arms and what the stick figures are doing in the image. And he seems to be sort of following a line or tracing a, a line across that diagram and imitating those postures. And you can pretty much think you could pull it off again. It's like opening a smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And now, as soon as he battle. completes the last dance move, uh, the door just opens of its own, uh, revealing a dark vestibule beyond and a larger chamber. I love this dancing door. We need to install them wherever we live, which I don't remember where that is. Well, if we can ever <laughs> afford a door, we'll consider that. Good. Put it on the list. Yeah, I'll do that right Thank you. now. I appreciate uh, that. Shut up, Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Benrickin to just sort the of stands lair. In the, he well, sort of stands in the doorway and lets you guys all pile in if you want. Welcome to the lair. I call it D's Tower. She looks at Von Richten. <laughs> Fine. D's, D's Tower. Tower. Um, I love your tower. Um, it has some really nice darkness in it. I do like that. <laughs> it also has some nice sort of collapsiness to it that you like, Strix. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, love what you've done with the place. When Zoldar and Yevgeny, uh, who have been out in the cold mud, uh, tried to pass through the doorway, Van Richten sort of interposes himself and puts a hand literally up to their chests and says, no, you two stay watch outside. Guard the horses. Mission critical horses. Are they, uh, they working with you guys? You guys are all working yes. together? Yes, they are. Oh, that's great. It's just like a big party of working together on something we still don't know what it is. They know Strahd is the enemy. Well, yeah. yeah someone someone else told us that once, too, and they had screams in their head. And I have told them that you are the ones key to defeating him. Well, I mean, we're key to a lot of things, but that's, you know, that's high on our list. When he slams the door shut, um, trapping you all inside, you can hear the echo of the door just resound over and over and over again through the hollow emptiness of this place. And as you look into the larger chamber beyond, you see some sort of elevator contraption. Uh, apart from the debris that's strewn on the tower floor that looks like it's been here for ages, and torn curtains on the walls and such. You can see that there are four pulley mechanisms attached to taut iron chains that stretch up through a hole in the rotted wooden ceiling. And standing next to each chain is a tall clay statue. And as you approach, the statues animate and begin to grasp the chains and pull on them. And you hear a sort of squeak, 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 squeak sound as this wooden lift descends through the core of the tower. This tower's rad. Yeah, dude. I'm really into it. He says, there's something you should know about this place. It's awesome? Besides. Oh, is the rent high? 
besides that. Okay, right. <laughs> no, he says, this place was built by a wizard named Kazan, and he placed a ward on the tower that prevents magic from functioning within. Oh. So if I want to disappear into a cloud, I can't do that? Why don't you try? Okay. Strix will try. <laughs> All right. You concentrate really hard. You, you utter the words of the spell, um, and nothing happens. She doesn't like that because she can't escape. Do you speak only of arcane magics, or is divine the same way? He says, all magic. Divine intervention is not magic, DF. Divine intervention is the favor of our Lord, Lathander. Van Richten. Snore. (laughs) (laughs) You clearly brought us here for a reason. Yes, I had a dream about you. What, what was... About all of you. All, you. all of us? Yes. Wow. He says, but enough of that. Let us rest. <laughs> I mean, if I were you, I'd want to sleep and have more dreams about us too. But like, maybe you could tell us a little bit about this dream, what we were doing, or whether it has any relevance to why you brought us here. Or you'd see us leaving this place, because that'd be cool. He says, all you need know is that I was once cursed by powerful Vistani. And one of my burdens that I carry are dreams that come true. So you had a dream about us, and it's going to come true, but you don't feel like telling us, and you want to go to sleep. He says, after we've rested, I'll tell you all. Um, I kind of agree. We've all had a very long day. I died. <laughs> a and very I brought back to life. I was talked to by a dead kid. <laughs> and he was cute. He had a name. A welcome and safe rest would be much appreciated. Whatever you say, DF. He uh, moves to the platform, which is now flush with the floor, and stands on it. Can we join him. The bedroom upstairs. He goes or? and joins him. All right. Uh, when you all climb on the platform, the clay statues begin to tug on the chains again and haul you up slowly uh, and smoothly. Um, to the very t- you pass through two floors of the tower that are basically empty and collapsing. Uh, in the third floor, you can see the large gash in the wall that you saw from the outside with some rickety scaffolding clinging to the outside of it. It's like something punched its way out of the tower here at one point. Um, and as you continue up to the fourth top floor you see that this room uh, shows signs of habitation. Although it reeks of mold and mildew, you can see creature comforts, including a cozy bed, uh, two in fact, a desk with a matching chair, bright tapestries, and a large iron stove with plenty of wood to feed it. You see light filtering through arrow slits, as well as the dirt-caked windows with the broken shutters. Other features of the room include a standing suit of armor and a wooden chest. Old wooden rafters bend under the weight of the tower roof, which has somehow remained intact. Mounted to the rafters are the pulleys, which hang the iron chains that support the elevator platform. And once you're flush with the floor, the lift stops, and uh, Van Richten steps off into the room proper and immediately begins to uh, disrobe. He throws off his... Yes. He throws off his tan overcoat and uh, tosses it on one of the beds and uh, uh, sits down and cleans his tinted glasses. 
I thought you meant something other than take off your robe by disrobe. <laughs> but then in the very literal sense, he took his, he dissed his robe. Yes. yes. Nothing right. else. He's Got not, it. Yes. He's not Falcon. It's fine. Yeah. He's had a lot of nakedness already. Didn't dis pants. Rip. So we're okay. <laughs> okay. Good. That's uh, I'd like all of you except D to make an insight check. <laughs> Ooh, I'm good. 13. Uh, 19. 23. All right, uh, Strix and Evelyn, you notice that Paulton has not only been silent this whole time, but broody. Um, there's Evelyn, you see it in particular, and Strix, you know it when you see it. There's a darkness around him that you haven't seen before. Um, you don't know what's going through his mind right now, but he seems to be fixating on Van Richten, and not in a I love you kind of way. Not in a disrobe kind of way, right? No. <laughs> Evelyn, you think he's water again? And then he takes a drink. No, he's not. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel kind of bad because I, you know, I blame the whole like, DF thing on him. And I, you know, kind of implied that he wasn't himself. And he was like, you know, another cursed trick. Yeah, that was pretty rude. Yeah, I feel kind of bad. Paulton's our friend. Maybe, maybe he's mad at me. Do you think he's mad at me? Uh, maybe. You should, maybe you should offer him a drink and he talk to him. He just sort of goes off and sits in one of the window boxes and uh, drinks. <laughs> Evelyn, uh, like... Looks normal to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn, like, starts to walk over to him like she would normally, you know, and then she kind of, like hangs back and she just kind of sits and thinks like she really doesn't know what to do with this situation because she doesn't know whether he's she like doesn't trust him but she also wants him to be happy and love her and she's just really confused by all that okay so there's sort of an awkward kind of yeah but she's like anytime he would like look toward her or anything like that she would like yeah huh So she's definitely keeping a really close eye on him from this point. When he does meet your gaze periodically, he kind of gives you that sort of a little half smile. Not oh. Really, not really a sense that he's happy, but just to kind of make you happy. Oh. Well, then whenever she receives that kind of like affirmation, she kind of sidles on over to him a little bit and is like, I'm real sorry that I, I said the whole DF thing was your fault. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was impeccable. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just wondering if maybe uh, you could tell us anything about where you've been. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, is there, is there something in particular on your mind? Uh, he just takes another drink and says, Yep. Okay, this was a good talk. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> and, and she kind of like, like, and then walks away. When you walk right. away, I'm, Strix is going to walk up and be like, what did he say? Um, uh, he said we were fine and he totally loves me and it's okay. Um, really? Like mostly, but then mm. he... Um, All right. Yeah, but he said he didn't want to talk about it right now. I'm really worried about him, and I'm still not positive. Mm. I, I feel like something may have happened to him. I'm going to walk up to Van Richten and, and be like, hey, uh, Mr. Tower Man, so our friend seems mad. Is there any reason why he would be mad at you? 
as you walk up to him and start to initiate a conversation, you see uh, Van Richten pull out um, a long pin. Whoa, whoa. I don't know what that is. Uh, make a, let's see, what would this be? Make a perception check. All right, I don't like sharp things coming at me. Not cool. Nope, that's a five. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah, weirded out. It just looks like it's got a, it's got a sort of a, a round red spherical um, orb at one end, and the rest of it is about a, just a foot-long pin. And uh, he doesn't threaten you with it. Oh, good. He just sort of uh, didn't want to get, prick himself with it, so he puts it down gently on a small table next to the bed. And he says, we have a ritual to perform. Not now, but soon. I'm but sorry. I, I don't, uh, I don't uh, have everything that we need. Uh, several questions. Several yeah. questions. <laughs> several questions. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of rituals unless they are in the service of the great morning lord. Is or it? to get us out of here. He says, this is in the service of the Morning Lord. Oh, great. Then it's fine. And uh, you s- he pulls out a holy symbol of the Morning Lord, which he wears around his neck. Woohoo! As an aside to Evelyn, like, if for some reason this is not a ritual of the Morning Lord, would you be able to recognize that? Yeah. So if need be, we could stop right? it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you want to inspect it a little bit more closely, you can yeah. try to I see do. if it's genuine. I inspect it very closely. Okay. Thus far, I see no reason to distrust them, but we've had a long day. So we're on edge. Apologies. I perceive... Oh, religion. Sweet. That's even better. 18. Okay, you believe this is an authentic symbol of the Morning Lord. Praise Um, the Morning Lord. It is authentic. Great. (laughs) Great. Sure, it means a lot here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he says, we need a chicken egg. Do you have any of those? Hold on. No. Oh. I have uh, some snacks. Though. But no egg snacks. No egg snacks, no. What snacks do you have? Uh, I have some. <laughs> I got, got some dirt with worms in it earlier in my pocket, if you want one of those. Dee's trying very hard to be polite, and she's, sure. <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, Van Richten says, Dee, there are some rations in the trunk. The, the what? There are rations in the trunk. And he just sort of gestures with his eyes over toward the trunk on the floor. Oh, it's all right then. It's fine. I, I, can, uh, I can get some rations. You're lost. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, when you pop open the trunk, uh, you can see the, uh, that there are packs of rations tucked in there. Uh, you're also a little surprised. Um, when you lift the rations out, you kind of displace or accidentally push aside this cloth that was draping something. And it turns out to be a severed head. Oh. Uh, Von Richten, there's something in here with the rations that I don't believe. Uh, Van Richten sort of uh, hastens over and kind of slams the trunk lid down. Oh. Um, It takes all your reflexes to keep your fingers from getting caught in the lid. Do we see the head or anything? Or? Uh, D does. The trunk is deep enough that you wouldn't see it mm. from across the room. There's a head in there. Oh, what? what? There's a head in there! <laughs> what kind of business? I kind of grab my axe, and I'm just kind of like at the ready, like, what are you trying to pull? <laughs> Heads should be attached to bodies. <laughs> well, I mean, that's arguable, but that's fine. 
pay no attention to the severed head. I feel like we should. <laughs> it's usually like, something that calls my attention. You're talking about, talking about rituals and severed heads and all this? I am getting a bad vibe. He says, the severed head was a Vistana named Jan. Is that supposed to make us feel him, better? You see. Right. And why does that make us feel better? Because he was evil. Oh, well. Oh, right. If Von Richten says, if Von Richten says that there's a very good reason that there's a head in the trunk with the rations, then I'm sure that there's a good reason that there's a head in the trunk for the rations. Thank you, Dee. You know what? I'm done with today. Strix is just going to walk over to a corner and just crawl in a pile and go, try and go to sleep. All right. Is, yes. there, is there anywhere that looks cleaner that's near Strix that I could lay down? The opposite end of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Other you, than the two beds, can... which you assume are taken by Dee and Ben Richten, you can see there are some folded blankets that have been warming on the stove. I like, carefully lay one out and smooth it's... it very delicately and then gingerly kind of just... Dee goes up to Evelyn and says, you, you can use the bed if you want. I'll, oh, well, we could, we could share it. I don't want to put you on the floor. You never share any sleeping spaces with me, Evelyn. Well, I thought you didn't want to. Do you guys all want to share? We could all share the bed. No, I don't. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's snuggle. <laughs> Dee is having the best day of her life. So, DF, what are you doing? Are you snuggling? Uh, no. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, well, I'll also kind of get ready for bed, but... Uh, I'll, like, I'll purchase myself in a, a spot where I'm going to kind of keep watch for a good few hours until okay. I can't keep my eyes from closing. Got it. All right. Then I would like, after everybody else falls asleep, Dieth, I would like you to make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> Dieth, always a bro. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, you see that everybody has sound asleep. Um, even Ben Richten seems to be completely out of it, enjoying this respite. Uh, and... As you watch, you see something kind of move out of the corner of your eye, and it's a shadow. Nope. (laughs) The shadow seems to be creeping across the wall of its own, making its way over toward Van Richten. And when you sort of look back to see where the shadow's coming from, it's coming from Paulton. (gasps) Oh, shit. And you can see this shadow doesn't look like Paulton. It looks something more monstrous with long, elongated claws that seem to stretch across the walls. I knew it. How much do I like Van Richten? <laughs> All right. Um, so this is something that's on the walls and stuff? Yeah, it's, it's literally, it's like something is projecting a shadow on the wall, but that thing is not actually in the room. The shadow seems to be by itself. Okay. Is there any other light sources currently in this room? There are candles that uh, Van Richten strategically placed about the room. Okay. So then, like, without hesitation, like, as this thing is clearly crawling on it, like, I reach back, grab out one of my throwing knives, and just... Right into the the wall where that shadow would be. Okay. While just kind of, like, screaming, like, look out or something to kind of alert the rest of the party to wake up and be like... All right. Make an attack roll. (laughs) Aha! <laughs> That's a two. <laughs> it's not truly horrendous. What happens is instead of sticking in the wall, it sort of hits hilt first, bounces off the wall, and clonks Strix on the head. Ow! Oh, wake up! 
Why'd you do that? Wait, the pointy side or the hilt? Uh, uh, the hilt side. Okay, it's around the head. Why? Uh, but uh, when you do that, you see that does have the effect of causing the shadow to quickly withdraw. It seems to pull back into Paulton and disappear. Uh, I, I, with Strix awake, I'm going like... Ah, do, I, do I see it? Do I see so, it? So you look through your roomy eyes in the half-dark, um, but you've got dark vision, so make a perception check. Please be on my side. Uh, 14. You catch a fleeting movement, something dark in the window box around Paulton, but you can't make it out, and it's gone in an instant. Mm. Definitely strange, though. Yeah. Do I just sleep through this? Yeah. Bee is definitely awesome. fast asleep. Yeah. <laughs> We're just over there like... Dee's doing the... This is how I was but, able to stay up. Right. <laughs> but Van Richten is, is awoken by this, uh, and he's sitting up in bed now, putting on his glasses back on. Great. Um, I'll kind of look over at him with, with a hushed voice almost, just reaffirming my, to myself. He said, no magic can be cast here. You're right. Then... <laughs> What would you make of everything I just saw? And I'll explain like the weird shadow movement and even trying to attack it, etc. He says, I have never heard anything like that. It is said that Strahd himself can manipulate the shadows, however. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can okay. I crawl? Can Strix crawl over and listen to this conversation? She's it just is, on the ground. It is a sign that we must act quickly. We don't have any time to waste. So, can we, can we still go to sleep, or...? <laughs> he says, no. Our sleep has ended. Damn and he it. gets up and moves over to Strix. Ugh. And Strix, he tries to tear uh, Mr. Shambleface, Mr. Shamblepants, from your grasp. What? No! It's my friend! <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, this is probably a mistake since, like, a month ago. Look, the whole place is a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell uh, If you want to prevent him from taking it, you can make a strength check to try no. to hold on to it. That's fine. I'll, All right. I, I know I'm bad. You let it go? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I died, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you had a hard day. All I can think about is poor little Jesper. And uh, he sort of shakes it in front of your face a bit and says, where did you find this? Uh, we found it in a wagon. It was in the wagon. Paulton got upset. A Vistani wagon. Yes, a Vistani wagon, yeah. Are they the only ones that have wagons? I guess not. <laughs> he says, this is a Vistani effigy. Effigy of Strahd, right? That's good, right? For us, yes. Oh. He says, the Vistani created that for a specific purpose. As a receptacle, you see, to trap Strahd. It is a voodoo doll. <laughs> Maybe not. He says, but we must complete the ritual to empower it. That it puppet could save us all. Oh, my God. Oh, oh wow. you're so important, Mr. Shambleface. I just thought you were cute. <laughs> and this ritual is the one that needs a chicken egg? Yes. And the hairpin of a you, hag. You, you can pass this down to, to Van Richten. and keep I'm, it now. I'm sorry, the hairpin of a hag? Yes. Dee and I found one on the corpse of a slain hag outside the windmill. Wow, that's that? fortunate. <laughs> we're heroes. I heard that windmill was fucked up, too. <laughs> All right, it is at this time where none of you um, 
well, all of you can hear, even the sleeping ones, a horrific cackling noise. It seems to be coming from outside. Does this mean I don't get a long rest either? <sighs> nope. <laughs> I wake up, and as soon as I do, I, like, mom arm protective over D. Like, what is that? D, D opens her eyes and goes, ah, the monkey's got my money! <laughs> 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 Yes, you hear uh, multiple cackling voices, uh, yells, really, outside the tower. And the way that the sound seems to move suggests that uh, whatever is making these cackling noises is flying. <gasps> Our wolf hunters. Oh. Yeah, can, we, can we hear wolf hunters screaming out or calling out or anything? Uh, you don't hear uh, those guys at all. Is that, Von Richten, what's that? Uh, you see him quickly uh, make his way over toward one of the window boxes and throw the dirty old windows open. And for an instant, in the, uh, the darkness of night, uh, you can see something just whiz past the window. And uh, you'd swear it was some sort of black-clad figure riding a broom. Oh, no. Close the window. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can, can we let the wolf hunters in now? Or can they come inside where it's safe? And also, can we bring the horses inside? Uh, Van Richten will uh, climb up in the window box a little bit more, uh, hang his head out toward, down toward the front of the tower, and call out to the wolf hunters uh, to beware witches are about. And then he turns to you and he says, they don't know the way into the tower. Well, oh, that's well so good for them. hit them. Hit the witches. Well, um, could you throw something at him? I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you're just not very good with your ghoul hands. I mean, I don't know much that I can do. I'm not throwing lightfall out there. Ben Richton, could you, how many could you see? He says, I see two of them. Oh, fuck. I, as, as soon as he says that, you hear uh, somewhere down in the night wolf howls. No, wolves too. Great, we got hunters for those. <laughs> so we just got to worry about the witch part. So optimistic. I mean, I could jump out the window with my flying boots and engage in aerial combat with them. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you wanted to hit them. I mean, yes, but maybe I can, can I cast, I can cast a fireball out the window. Not from here. While you're inside, you can't cast any spells. Well, so just kind of leans out, out a little bit. Would that work, Van Richten? I don't know how much of a field you got here. Pew. Can you, like, re reach out and pew, pew? <laughs> he says, I hadn't tried that. You must be a new tower owner, then. <laughs> place didn't come with a manual. Um, but, but he does step away from the window uh, so that he doesn't throw himself into unnecessary harm's way. <laughs> yeah, All it's right. still dangerous. There are four of these window boxes. They sort of look out in the cardinal directions of the tower, so... Each window box basically gives you a different facing. Great. I'm okay. going to go, I guess, the one that he closed. That would be the south window. All right. And uh, if I can still hear them or see them, I will go ahead and cast Magic Missile, like, boo, at them, because I know... While reaching out. And... Yeah, I'm going to stick okay. my hand out. Like... Yep. All right. You see uh, only one of them in your field of view at this time, but you can hear the other one cackling. The one that you can actually see is a man. Uh, thin. Manwitch. 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 <laughs> I love those. 
you can see he's wearing ta a tattered black robe and is riding a, a just a, 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 a horrific-looking uh, black broom. And uh, you can see he's got on a sort of traditional witch's hat, and uh, his cloak, his capes are billowing out behind him. You can also see he's got what appears to be a flask in one hand, but you cast your spell at him, and it just goes fizzle pop. Nothing happens. Um, close the window. <laughs> can I? Can uh, I there's a man witch out there, and he's got a flask. Uh, he's drinking. I don't. I'm. I'm as lost as you guys are. Can I sense anything about them at all? Even just that there's like evil or a weird divine something or other. Um, from inside the tower with the windows closed, no. I go stand by Strix and just extend my senses in prayer. All right. Um, you do get the sense. Well. There's definitely evil about. As usual. Um, yes. These, these do not seem to be likable, friendly folk. Just and checking. As you're standing there, uh, the second witch, who is uh, a female, uh, like the male, uh, they look to be maybe in their 30s, but that maybe through some fell magic or just the casting of abysmal spells, they have become kind of shriveled mockeries of their former selves. And she goes by, uh, cackling merrily. And as she does, she hurls a flask in your direction. Just like a normal flask? Yeah. Filled with water. I, I laugh and try to slap it down haughtily. All right. Uh, I would like you to make an attack roll against the incoming flask. <laughs> an attack roll? What, what would, my, would I have any bonus? I just rolled a 14. Uh, uh, you'd add your normal bonuses. Okay. Uh... Well, my battle act's attack bonus is seven. Okay, so 21? Yeah. All right, yes, uh, you knock the flask. Well, actually, as soon as you strike the flask, it breaks. I, I'm surprised by this, but try to look like I did it on purpose. Okay. Ha! And as the flask breaks, this black Icarus no. goo <laughs> splashes all over Lightfall. Oh, no! Your weapon. And down uh, your uh, hands, forearms, greaves, and uh, a part of your, just, your breastplate. Why, Chris, why? <laughs> uh, I, Evelyn freaks out and immediately just tries to, like, no, ew. Dee grabs her water flask and empties it onto her. <laughs> okay. Just trying to wash it off. All right. Uh, as you frantically try to get this goop off you and Dee, you start just splashing Evelyn <laughs> with stuff, you see that the goop... Uh, seems to be moving and of course uh, it is becoming this ooze-like tendrilled creature. Oh nope. Mm -mm. Um. Wow. And it's just on me, right? It's and not. And Strix, you can make a Arcana check if you yeah, like. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. Gonna ask. It's probably. So oh, I got a twenty! Yay! 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 All right. Strix's you know exactly what this is. You have seen you have seen magical recipes for the creation of animated demonic ichor. Oh boy! Um, it's basically demon's blood that has uh, been through uh, fell ritual or some sort of magic uh, created into a creature of sorts. Great. How do we kill it? Good question. You know that as well. Uh, yes. You know that it is not susceptible to fire, Darn. or cold, or lightning. Um, it. It's a creature, so it can't really be just scraped off and d done any harm to. Uh, you do know that it is susceptible uh, to magic weapons, and you do know that uh, holy water is enormously painful 
to these creatures. All right. I'm going to yell out that. to everyone in the room and be like, who has any holy water? I know I don't normally ask this, but we need some right now. <laughs> Do I, I can't Van Richten says, that would be some in Esmeralda's wagon. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Well, we're no good inside here. I yeah, mean, we gotta take. We gotta go. We gotta take the. We gotta bring it out to them. Guys. We want to be able to use your spells along with Evelyn's. I have some holy water. Great, great. <laughs> Pull it out of your out of your. Belt. Are you gonna throw it? I don't know. Well, you just say that, and Strix will run up and just like grab it from from your side, and then just dump it all over you like that. Ah. Yeah. Well, Try not to touch me. any. She's a little concerned it might hurt her. <laughs> all right, I'd like everybody to roll initiative. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Jesus, I roll another 20. Oh, look, we're matching in our terrible Holy rolls. Smokes. I'm going to roll a one later oh, and die. no. <laughs> Welcome to the Waffle Crew. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Strix, you had a total of? Uh, 22. All right. D. Three. Oh, no. <laughs> You're still sleepy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Evelyn. Five. Five. Diath. After my plus four, six. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Well, the important thing is, Strix, <laughs> you do have the flask. That is true. <laughs> all right, so you actually get to go first. Awesome. I'm going to dump that holy water all over that thing that is all right. lobbing all over Evelyn. Uh, you don't have to make an attack roll. You only have to roll damage, and I'd like you to roll for me 4d6. Sweet. All right. Well, already off to a great start. Uh, one and two, so three. And then, oh, five. So five, so eight damage. Okay. Woo. There you, you go, little buddy. Uh, most of the holy water doesn't go where you'd like to go, Evelyn. <laughs> um, uh, it sort of goes all over the room, uh, but odd little dollops of it do land on the creature and, and cause it to burn. And as the, as the holy water comes into contact with its quote-unquote flesh, you see it, it sort of boils, blisters, and erupts uh, with this sort of blackish-green pus. Uh, but it did, it did wound this creature. You have been blessed by the light of Lathander in doing his holy work. Hit it with a magic weapon. Use your leafy, leafy, as you, leafy as thing. As you cry out, uh, Evelyn, this demonic ichor attacks you. And the way it attacks you is it sort of crawls up your breastplate and tries to go into your mouth. No! No, nope, 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 nope. Uh, and, uh, but does not. Good. Does not succeed in doing so. And, and Strix, you remember... Eat your vegetables. <laughs> Eat them. Uh, Strix, it, you remember as it's doing this, uh, one of its noted behaviors is that this demonic icker can essentially get inside of a host. And, and it, no, it, what it, does, it eats you out from within, oh. and it can't be attacked while it's inside of you. Oh. Get it off. It's terrible. It'll, it'll possess you. It's, ter- it's real bad. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> All right. Um, and then it is Diaz's turn. Oh, I'm not ready. Uh, okay, gooey black uh, thing. Can I stab it? Yep. With yeah, a normal, you can, with yeah a, stab it. With a normal but weapon, though? I don't got magic. will take less damage from a normal weapon. Uh, it's fine. All right. Uh, I'm still going to... I mean, Evelyn's in trouble, so I'm still going to help her. So I guess I'll... 
I mean, it's like on her person? Yeah, and but it's got dimension to it. So okay. there's like tendrils of it coming off of her. It's sort of this spidery-like Okay, thing. so I'm, like, I'm going to cut the tendrils not like and stuff. Okay. But not maybe stab it too hard. Right, yeah. You're not in any danger of actually right. wounding Evelyn. Okay, so just, just a normal cut with, uh, with, um, with a short sword. Ha! Uh, 18? That hits. Yeah! Yay. Okay. So question. Yes. Uh, Strix is there. Uh-huh. Evelyn is there. Yeah. Would you say this black ichor thing is maybe uh, in a current like attack position with an ally within five feet? Like sneak attackable? Right. Yes. Oh, fantastic. I am sneak attacking this weird black ichor thing. Blur. Wow. Eight. Okay. Let's go ahead and take half off of that and then, you know. Yep. You are able to tear into its gooey substance and actually hack some small part of it off, uh, but it seems to continue. It's uh, roughly at that time that you hear a crash as another flask comes through the north window and just sort of impacts on the floor behind the stove, and that black goo oozes out onto the floor from the second flask. Why, though? (laughs) Why? And then it is Evelyn's turn. I take... I forget what I named the leafy sword. Do your holy stuff to it. I grab Treebane from my back, and it, you said it has, like, dimension. Like, it's all kind of... I just try to, like, chop at the tentacles around me with okay. Treebane. All right. Oh. Ten. Okay. That's with a plus seven. That hits. Yay! Oh. Hey. We can do this! Yay! We're Turns so out this, this ooze-like thing is not the most dexterous foe you've ever faced. Oh, that's good. It's also attached to me, so I'm glad I can hit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D8, five. Okay, Plus. and this is a magic weapon. Plus four. This is nine. All right. Thank you. I always forget. Uh, we got to take anything we can get. Yeah. With, with that swing, you deal it what you assume to be some sort of grievous wound, because it actually makes a burbly kind of... Sound. Be rebuked by the light of holy Lathander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Van Richten uh, looks at you, D, and casts magic weapon on your weapon. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Begins to pulse and glow with a mighty light. Um, is it... Uh, it's still on her. Yes. Okay, so I take uh, one edge of the shield and do an a reverse shield bash. So I'd like scrape it and... Oh. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. It's like a sideways shield yes. bash. All right. Uh, so make an attack roll and add your strength bonus, but not your proficiency bonus, uh, which would be for you plus four. So what's your normal attack bonus? Four. Um, four. Uh, strength, bonus, strength is four. Okay. Uh, so that's nine. Oh, that hits. <laughs> All right. The armor class is one. Chris finally felt so bad for us. There's just like, <laughs> whatever. It can get inside you and eat you from the inside, but yeah. it doesn't move very fast. <laughs> yeah, it's bad if you let it get too close. You do manage so, to scrape it off, and it sort of flops onto the floor next to Evelyn by her boot. Get off! Excellent. My hero. At this time, you can hear uh, through the open window to the south the sound of your two wolf hunter friends in combat. Like they're mm. doing well, or? 
Like, do we hear like, oh, God, or oh, God? It's a good clarification. Um, man, I still have te- fang adhesive in my teeth. <laughs> uh, so uh, you don't hear them calling out at all. You just hear the sounds of their weapons uh, plunging into wolf flesh. They're very professional. Yeah. yeah. They were trained for this. It's all business, yeah. no fun. Right. <laughs> the two oozes in the room, the one uh, closest to Evelyn, uh, now moves over to D. And misses you. Ha ha. Uh, the second one uh, crawls underneath the stove and tries to make its way over to Van Richten. And uh, for an old guy, he nimbly is able to <laughs> jump out of the way. Great. And you see him grab his cane and immediately pull the sword out of it. Nice. And then it is Diaz's turn. All right, so one is currently underneath the stove? Yeah, one, is, one has just came out from underneath the stove okay. oh, uh, and okay. tried to attack Van Richten. The other one is right near your feet. Yeah. Attacking uh, D. Uh, I like D more than Van Richten, so I'm going to get that one. Okay. <laughs> that one's also in bad shape. Great. Ha-ha! Uh, 15. That was it, so close to being a 20. It was 20. so close. You saw it teeter over it and it went back. Oh. So I was like, here you go. Oh, you're Jared. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one day. One day. All right. Uh, sneak attack that against because of D then? Or, uh, or regular? Yes. Okay. No, you get it. Great. Yes. <laughs> uh, 12. Better. All right. This thing appears to be on the ropes. And, and on the floor. And on the floor. And Evelyn. Thank you. Evelyn, you're up. Uh, this, this globby, demonic, horrific thing, this thing from nightmares, uh, is attacking your dear friend D. And I go after it with Treebane with okay. fervor and get, uh, mm, I can't do math, 23. Yes. <gasps> Damages? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to add your uh, TwitchCon has been long and hard for me, guys. All right, uh, that is eleven. Splendid. Uh, you bring that axe down so hard, you kind of split the floorboards a little bit, cool. and uh, you cut yeah. the creature in twain, and it just sort of loses all semblance of life to it. It becomes this black goo on the floor, but it doesn't move. It's just still and gross. That's as like, soon as that happens, I look over at shirts and go, "No." <laughs> oh, I was just no. about to clean it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I literally was. Nope. I was like, I had a flask ready. Like, ah. <laughs> Strix, I skipped you. Would you like to do something? Oh, I mean, I, I can't do magic in here. So Strix is kind of like, eh, see what I got in here. <laughs> Just like reach into her robes and try and find something to throw at it. Rat. <laughs> One of the worms. Yeah, yeah, a rat. Just a rat. Hold on. Wait, I think I do actually have one. But yeah, she'll throw a rat at it. Okay. A dead one. Okay. At the at the the one remaining uh, when it uh, go ahead. All right, everyone catch! Roll. I have one. I have a rat. Okay, there she goes! Yay! <laughs> yeah! yeah. Hey. Awesome! Uh, so you pull out a dead rat and hurl it. I'd like you to make an attack roll against the ooze with a dead yes. rat. Yes. You, you, strangely, you are proficient with dead rats. Sweet. That's wow. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. That's yeah. fifteen. Okay, uh, you hit the ooze, and the ooze is a little stunned by the dead rat for a moment, and then be sort of covers it up, oh, no. and then sort of crawls inside of it. Ew. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Sorry. And then, you, and then you see the rat sort of twitch a little bit, and then kind of roll over, and oh, kind of no. get up on its legs. Oh, don't look stinky. <laughs> Dia? 
I mean, I'm upset that she throws better than I do. <laughs> she took the dead rat feet. Yeah, yeah, but now we got this little goddamn pissed off rat. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll just kind of like stab it like all the way through and actually try to like pincer it into the floorboard so it can't oh, move. Oh, very good. Okay. Just poke. Uh, 16? 16 is a hit. All right. Uh, uh, 10. Okay, you murder this dead rat. Again! Again. You hit Good it. Job. You showed that little guy Waffle to the light. Waffle high point. Yeah. We're heroes again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the rat is clearly not moving anymore, and... The, you've stuck the dagger so deep into the floor that the creature is pinned, and then the ooze just sort of explodes out of every rat orifice. Ew. Every rat orifice? <laughs> every single one. All right. Including the new one that you just up. made. I got him. My rat's uh, ruined. Yeah. Uh, D, what would you like to do? Uh, is there an imminent threat nearby? That ooze is going to seep out of the dead rat and make itself a threat. Oh, gross. Uh, I, I stab it with my spear. Okay. Your magic spear. Your magic spear. <laughs> yes. It's <That's> great. <laughs> um, 18. 18 is a hit. Damage. <laughs> is that storm coming again? <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Strahd's monster truck. Uh, oh, actually. Fifteen. All right. Uh, the creature is definitely wounded. Uh, Evelyn? Tree baiting it up again. All Just right. Smacking it right in the middle of the, the rat puddle. Uh Guys, I'm so tired. 21. Thank you. <laughs> 21. <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh, okay, uh, six. Okay, with that, you kill the second one. Do, can I do a cool... Evelyn, slime killer. Can I do... Yay! Bane of slime. Uh, can I do a cool, another cool slow motion slam into the floor like mm-hmm. I did last time? And just... Yep. Oh, and light. Yes. I softened up the floor for you. That was a lot. That was that was a lot of excessive You're force. You're amazing. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I do all things by the light of Lathander, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can still hear the cackling of the witches outside, and you can hear the combat down below as the wolf hunters continue their battle against what sounds like a lot of wolves. I'm like totally feeling myself now, so I'm like, to battle, and I like run down the stairs to help the wolf hunters. Okay. Uh, now, it would be faster for you, honestly, to hurry yourself out the window and fly down, because... Um, but there are witches out there. There are witches out there. This was your initial idea, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, if you want to stand on the platform, what happens next is it starts to slowly yeah. descend. You're right, I forgot. <laughs> to battle! <laughs> Oh. All right, well, so you get 
to the, like, the third floor, and you can see a big gash in the wall on the uh, northwest side, and you're still going down. I'm like, I check, though. Are any of them following me? Or are they coming with me? Yeah, I'm going to go. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they do, then I, I see the gash, and I'm like, see you guys outside, and I jump out. All right. With my flying boots. And um, I make go a look for the wolf check hunter. as you hurl yourself out just to get a, <laughs> a sense of your surroundings. Uh, 15, 17. All right. 17. As you rocket out of the tower, you can see the two witches are just doing circles around the top of the spire. At this point, they're waiting, just kind of hanging. Just hanging out. Um, just another hanging out. night drinking demon things. Yeah. They're, they're sort of hoping that maybe the, the demon icker things are doing their work. Okay. I look um, for the wolf hunters, though. That's my primary Yes. Uh, when you sort of round the front, toward the front of the tower, you can see the two wolf hunters in the fray. They seem to be... There are at least 15 dead wolves around them. Nice. Um, and there's <laughs> another 15 or so um, attacking them. They killed 15 wolves in, like, the time it took us to do, like, two swings. <laughs> <laughs> They're professionals. They're very professional. Right. Yeah. Uh, How and you can see the these, these two guys are making multiple attacks as they hack away. I want to join the fray. I want, I'm, like, uh, kind of like Dieth just said, that I noticed that they've killed so many more things than me in this time frame, and I'm very embarrassed by that. So I join in just, like, swinging at, like, as much as I can at the wolves. All right. How long is the drop? Now? With Treebane, by the way. That's an 18. Uh, that's definitely a hit. Awesome. And I do six damage. Okay, you kill one of the wolves. How? Uh, hey. Yes. <laughs> Only one? No <laughs> way. Now, the three of you, <laughs> you're taking the slow, road, slow ride down to the base of the tower. Uh, you still hear sort of the squeakiness and the rattling of the chains. You're about halfway down the tower. This is nice. <laughs> So what you guys want to do when we get the out of Barovia? The girl from is playing. I'm going to open a shop. What, what are you going to sell? Pastries. What's going to be in the pastries? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I'm going to come back, though. All right. Uh, Evelyn, as the, the wolves, uh, you become very aware that they are consciously ignoring you. They seem to be focusing all of their attention and attacks on the two wolf hunters like they've been given strict orders of some kind by someone. I don't, I don't sense that these are not evil, right? They're part of the whole evil crew. Yes. Well, I'm like, pay what? attention to me! And I keep swinging at them. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, make another. Uh, you have two attacks. Sweet. Uh, that is a 20. Ooh, good. And that does seven damage. Okay, you kill another wounded wolf. Pay attention to me. Uh, that is a 25. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. And that's nine. Okay, you wound that, that wolf. Oh. Uh, and it sort of looks at you, and its eyes glow red for a moment. And then it says something to you what? in some sort of horrific language. I don't understand what that means. Shut up. Praise Lathander. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns away from you and leaps at one of the wolf hunters. Leave them alone. <laughs> All right. And at this time, uh, Evelyn, uh, you are probably not surprised when you are targeted by a ray from above. Oh. Uh, the, the female witch comes riding down on her broom and zaps you with... This ray, 
And I never used this spell, so... Ooh, which one? Ray of Sickness. Oh. Okay. The sickening greenish energy lashes out toward you, makes a ranged attack. Ooh, that's not bad. So that's going to be 18 against you. No, that's one more than my armor class. All right. You take... Why does it have to all be such gross things? You take 15 points of poison damage. That's not good at all. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. If my records are correct, I might be unconscious. Uh, Constitution saving throw, I got a 20. Okay. I think I'm actually, yeah, I'm minus one. Okay. So you drop to zero and collapse into the mud. Dang it. The rest of you are like... (laughs) (laughs) Do we see this? Are we down yet? Nope. I'm sure she's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. All right. You finally get to the bottom. And you race toward the door and uh, you throw it open. And when you do, you can see Evelyn uh, lying in the mud, not too far away from the doorway. And you can hear the sound of combat and uh, wolves hurling themselves bodily at the wolf hunters. Evelyn! And Dee goes over and uh, starts dragging her back into the tower. All right. And what are the rest of you doing? Trix is going to walk out of the tower and just get ready to cast some fireball on the witches. Uh, When you walk out of the tower, uh, you are targeted by a spell as well. That's cool. (laughs) Bring it. All right. Uh, You know this spell because you've cast it many times. It is Ray of Frost. Uh, But you dodge out of the way. (laughs) Ha ha, I know that spell. Pew. (laughs) And uh, you can see the witch that cast it upon you. Uh, it is the, the male witch that you saw fly by the window. The man witch. <laughs> um, Delicious but annoying. Are you, are you going to hold back on your spell? Um, I'm not going to. If there's, if there's nothing else that I can really uh, get a good blast on, um, I'm probably going to. Uh, I think I will cast. Uh, I'll just get him with the uh, magic missile. All right. It's like, bah! Roll damage. Getcha. I have six, right? Yeah. Eight. Hold on. Holy crap. <laughs> okay, 16. I'm sorry. I only brought one, one D4. <laughs> <laughs> So how much damage? 16. 16 points. All right. Uh, Magic missiles just pepper this guy. Um, Boom, 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 in rapid succession. And uh, he is uh, hurled off his flying broom and lands with a sickening crunch on top of the wagon. Good. I'm going to do a little dance. Yeah. That's what you get. Uncanny leap and stab. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Diath, as you lunge out to attack him, you can see, oh, he is so clearly dead. Um, and his, his, his head is twisted around in a most unpleasant way, uh, just sort of lolling off the edge or the, the end of the wagon rooftop. Uh, his broom just sort of impales itself like a spear thump, oh, right by your leg. Neat. 
I pick it up. <laughs> it attacks you. Oh, oh no. come on. <laughs> Remember, we don't grab foreign objects. We don't grab them. We that, learned that lesson. We're flying around. I thought maybe just once I could do something cool. <laughs> That's no, you get to stab so dead things. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, so first things first, uh, make a strength check. Oh. You're good at those, right? I'm so good at those. Huh. What'd you get? <laughs> 14. Oh, that's eight. Okay. Uh, the broom sort of rips itself free of your grasp and then whacks you twice. I'm more annoyed than anything. The first attack is a 20, not a natural 20, just a regular 20. All right. Uh, and Oops, wrong die. And it does five points of bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. And then it strikes you again. That, I have armor class 16, so that's what hits me. Uncanny dodge! All right. <laughs> Yay! Can Strix laugh while this happens? Because I'm sure it's really funny. <laughs> I know, he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> The most stalwart enemy I've ever had is a broom. <laughs> okay. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 Here, you want mine? I'm dead. Hello. You're dead? Here's, here's my yeah. mic, I'm dead. We got another one, it's okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, so, D, you have pulled Evelyn into the vestibule. Thanks. Out of harm's way. Where's Von Richten? He's still upstairs. Oh. With Paulton. What? Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, oh for heaven's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't... I can't hear you. I'm sorry. The... Von Richten! <laughs> Von Richten! No? Nothing? You hear uh, a scuffle. Just stay right there. Don't die. Please, please don't die. And then I, I get back on the elevator. Uh, so Strix, after taking out the, uh, the man-witch, um, his sister comes whirling around the tower on her broom, and her face turns into a grotesque mask of horror and rage. Yeah, pike off, ugly. And uh, she is going to cast a spell on you. Uh, you can hear the incantation and recognize it as sleep. I'm good, thanks. I just slept. <laughs> Don't leave me alone with the broom. <laughs> Look, you're really good at hitting things. It'll be fine. <laughs> you're already dead. <laughs> All right, so she's rolling some dice here. And nine is 18. 19. Uh, what are your current hit points? They are 20. One. Okay. 21. Uh, she rolled a 19. Ooh. 
with the spell, which oh. is not enough to put you to sleep. Yes. Wow. Thanks for that healing spell. <laughs> All right. So uh, you've, a yawn overcomes you, mm. um, but you fight it off otherwise. That's right. And I'm not sleepy. You, it is your turn. All right. Um, let's see. Well, I'm probably going to do the same thing and just do a magic missile. Thing, same thing. Pew! Super-powered one? Yes. Okay. Pew, pew. All right. Oh, sorry. I'm going to steal one of yours. Yeah. There. Okay. Oh, all right. That's four, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I need one more. Oop. Sixteen again. Oh, okay. All right, you kill oh, that witch too. <laughs> Yay! Yes. Take that. Your magic missiles streak upward and blast uh-huh. her, um, and uh, she goes flying off, uh, landing in the mud amidst the corpses of dead wolves. I jump and stab her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch the broom! Don't touch the broom! Aha! Uh, are, you, are you moving? Are you moving? No, no, no. I still got this freaking broom in my face. All right. You, it's your turn, Diath. I'm attacking that broom! All right. <laughs> ah! Diath Broom Slayer. Son of a bitch! Uh, 23! Yep. Ba-bam! Ha! Eight! Okay. <laughs> uh, you deal a, a wound to the broom. Uh, <laughs> but it is still... Still intact. You can't even kill a broom. <laughs> <laughs> it will make it will make uh, two broomstick beatings with, on you. It's getting real sad. Uh, it's gonna miss with one and hit with the other. Uncanny dodge that one. I don't, All right. I don't care. Do you need Do you need help over there, Diaz? Do you need help? No. <laughs> Six I can help points you. Points reduced to three. Ooh. Actually, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, as, as you turn uh, to Strix, uh, you are surprised when the second broom whacks you on the back of the head twice. <laughs> now you're just having fun, Wrong. Chris. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, Strix, you see the other one fly down and just go pow. Looks twice. like you need some help over there. Uh, <laughs> help. You take, uh, you're missed once and hit another time for seven. Is this really happening? So... Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on! Does any... Did this just happen? Did you just get knocked out by an inanimate object? Looks like you really got swept away there, Diaz. As the unconscious paladin. Yeah. Uh, so, Strix, you me. see these two animated brooms giving your friend a beatdown. Do you want to... Can I, can I have... You also, you see, you also see a couple wolves me? take down Yevgeny. Uh, one of them goes through his throat. Oh. You just hear this crunch, this rip, and then this splash of blood. Oh, man. Um, is there any way that I can... That I can maybe uh, do like an Arcana check to like deactivate the brooms? Uh, you can certainly make an Arcana check to see if that's possible. All right. A 17. Okay. That is enough to know that the broom can be incapacitated while in the area of an anti-magic field. Got it. Also, it can be targeted by a dispel magic, which can disable it for a short time. All right. Um, well, I'm just... <sighs> great. Uh, just... Is it in the range of the wolves, the broom? Sorry, what? Are, is the broom, are the brooms in the range of the wolves in the same yeah, area? Yeah, but the wolves are totally focused on Soldar and Yevgeny. All right. Um... 
Okay. And I got all my spells back, so I should be good to do a fireball at the brooms and the wolves and everything. All right. So let's do it. <laughs> Take that. I'm also in there. You're fine. It's careful spell. I'm being careful. Oh, okay. okay. She's going to sculpt careful around spell. your... Right. Okay. Yeah, you're Use your sorcerer powers. You're just getting, a, body. You're getting yeah. a little toasty. It's all right. All right. A fireball detonates, incinerating wolves and brooms alike. All right. That's great. I am excited to roll this damage with my, like, two dice. Okay, here we go. I'm stealing some more. Doot, doot, doot. Okay. All right. All right, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. It's so cute. Thirty. Thirty. All right. Ooh. Uh, you, inc- you incinerate Thank fifteen you. wolves. What? Yes. <laughs> Dang. Can I just say how useful I am? <laughs> Why did we even leave the tower? I don't know, man. She's the like the, obviously the MVP. The of broom this that Dieth uh, damaged also goes up in flames. I'm just like, you're hey! welcome. Burns to cinders. The other one is still intact and is now on fire and coming at you. <sighs> well, I'm still doing a little dance. I'm like, ha ha ha! <laughs> All right, this this flaming broom flies up to you. It rolls an eleven on one attack. Ah, oh, he misses. Oh wait, no, he he. No wait, no. My AC is 12 normally, so All right. I'm okay. And the second attack will definitely hit you, and that one does four points of damage. Ow. Now, you would normally take the fire damage, but you're a tiefling. Ha-ha! So nothing to add there. Take that, inanimate object. All right. <laughs> and when it strikes you, some of its bristles sort of fall off and burn away, so now it's really just a pole. Am I seriously taking on everything by myself? Is this <laughs> happening right now? Everyone is gone. I'm just out there by myself. Like, come on, Strahd, let's do it right now. <laughs> D, is, D is about halfway up the tower. How do you get yourself into this, D? <laughs> I don't know. Strix, um, through the smoke and haze, you see the wolf hunter Zoldar come up to you, brandishing his uh, big blade, bladed axe, almost like he's looking to take your head off, but instead he just swishes it and cuts the broomstick in two. Oh. And Thanks. it falls destroyed to the ground. Help me carry uh, Dieth in before he becomes an actual corpse, please, sir. All right, he will do that for okay, you. Okay, great, because <laughs> I'm real weak. <laughs> D, when you get up to the top, you can see uh, Paulton holding off Van Richten while Van Richten tries to stab him with the pin. <gasps> Van Richten, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, he's, he's so engaged, and, there's, and they're just sort of comedically rolling around on the floor <laughs> um, over the, over I, the blankets, I, uh, sort of hurling themselves on the bed, then rolling off the bed, onto the chest, off the chest. I grab both of them by the scruffs of their neck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They have a slap fight. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to tell me what's going on, and you're going to stop this nonsense. Uh, Paulton starts to just cry out something about, he won't have my blood, he's not going to get my blood. And uh, Van Richten says, I need Vistani blood. Oh, my God. Are we going to kill him? 
How um, much blood are we talking here? You see Van Richten sort of regain his composure and he says, it's not important. We'll leave him alone. There's another way. That sounds preferable. <laughs> and uh, both of them have stopped fighting at this point. Their feet aren't touching the ground because you're holding them up. <laughs> hey. hey. It's fine. We'd look, some of your friends are hurting down there, so Van Richten, can you come heal them? Yes. Let's go. All right. We'll take the uh, elevator. Halton. <laughs> All right. Uh, Strix, by this time, Zoldar, you, uh, you're sort of in the vestibule with unconscious Evelyn and unconscious Dieth. Uh, when Van Richten comes down, he does cast some healing uh, on both of you guys. Uh, let's see. All right. So, Evelyn, you are going to get back 30 points. And Diath, you are going to get back 35 points. Hey. That's more than my maximum. I'm not full, baby. All better then. (laughs) Uh, Can you heal shame? (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'll use a Lester Restoration spell. Uh, I just kind of sit up and like, <gasps> what happened? You're welcome. You saved me? I mean, I saved everyone. <gasps> Strix, I always knew you had a hero inside you. I just see it every day in the light that shines from you, within you, and to all of us. Don't touch me, please. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. You sure you don't want to hug? I really don't. Just a little hug? The picks are up and a big old bear hug. Get off I me. join no, in. Please. Yay. Please, no. No. Come oh, here, God. little buddy. <laughs> it's gross. Me too, me no, too. Please. Hold on. No, no. no get away. No. No. no, don't actually do it. No. No. No, don't do it. No, no, no. Oh, God, no. No. Uh. Oh, you're actually going to be covered in dirt. All right, I have Doesn't a lot of dirt on Doesn't that feel nice? Me. No. And I think that's a good place to end. <laughs> oh, All right. Wow. Thank you, everyone. The Waffle Crew will be back in action, uh, not this coming Tuesday, but the following Tuesday, October 11th, at our regularly scheduled hour, 4 to 6. Yeah. Until then... Four to six on www.twitch.tv slash W-O-T-C underscore D&D. Oh, my God. You knew that. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. You didn't know that. Twitch superpowers. <laughs> it is the official Wizards of the Coast uh, Dungeons & Dragons channel yes, where we is. play every week on Tuesdays. And uh, we thank you so much for all of you coming out to see us live. And I thank you especially because TwitchCon is something I've been working on really hard. And I know that the rest of us had mentioned that we were cool with sticking around a little while to take pictures and say hi if you guys want to. We um, are all showing up in cosplay. Mine is thanks to Holly. Um, and <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you sewed the thing. You sewed the thing. I sewed the clothes. Yeah, she you made sewed the, the armor. Thing? Yeah. yeah. And uh, you want to mention your cosplay too? Yeah, pretty much everything I'm wearing uh, was not made by me. I can't even throw a dagger, let alone make armor. <laughs> uh, so everything here was made by. But you got the ring of keys. I do have That's the ring the of keys. Part. Yeah, I do got my ring of keys. Uh, but everything here was made by my wife, Atelier Heidi, who is a professional cosplayer. Yay! So thank you, Heidi. Woo! 
My costume is the cheapest vampire costume I could find for $9.99. <laughs> That's what it cost me. Mine, mine is from my friend Steve Huff, who actually does gladiatorial battles in the gladiatorial gear. Ooh. Cool. Not nice. to the death. Well done. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you to those of you who tuned in live on yes. stream. Yes. Oh, thank you, guys. Yay. All right. <laughs> and with that, we're out. Bye. 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 Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.